Welcome to the Honest Conversations with My Pastor podcast. We sit down every week with our pastor, Andrew Zanako, and ask some honest questions about what we heard from God in the previous Sunday sermon. The goal of this podcast is to help connect the dots of what God speaks to us on a Sunday morning and our everyday lives. We pray this podcast equips and encourages you in your journey of following Jesus. Welcome back to the Honest Conversations with My Pastor podcast. My name is Sam. I've got our pastor, Andrew Zanaco, here with us today. Aaron's behind the camera. Aaron is behind the camera. So thankful for him. Thanks, Aaron. (laughs) Uh, Yes, we're going to jump right in. This week, uh, we are continuing our Biblical Formation series, Mm -hmm. and we started section three called Brokenness, and we are in part one called Suffering. Well, big topic. Mm -hmm. Love it. Everybody's favorite topic to talk about (laughs) on a Sunday morning. Oh, it's so good. Being informed by the Bible uh, like Mm -hmm. this is so fun. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Here we go. Here we go. We got some questions that came out of it. Real quick, if you missed that sermon, go back and watch it. Uh, really, even before you watch this, I think it'd be so helpful. You can find that on YouTube yeah. or iTunes, Spotify, things like that. Awesome. Let's go. We got some questions. Okay. First question sent in. Suffering, you said the phrase, suffering can be a consequence for judgment or sin. Those are actually two different mm-hmm. points you made. Mm-hmm. Uh, but how do we know when our suffering is because of that or a consequence of sin or a judgment of sin versus to like just because of life? It's just happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a God question, not yes. an Andrew question. Yes. <laughs> so how would you sure. go through asking yeah, God totally. that question? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, we've, we've hit on this a couple of times, I think through the course, but that prayer in the Psalms of search my heart, Lord, mm-hmm. search my heart and know me. If there's any grievous way in me, lead me in the way everlasting. Yeah. So just living there, you know, I think it's, it's always um, a good idea to start with humility and um, yeah, just humility and coming bef- coming under the hand of God and bowing low first. Yes. You know, it, yeah. just, it, one of the things we've, we've talked about that a lot through this whole series is like, we should not come to God with our guns up. Right. Know? Like he's got bigger ones. You know? yeah. so, <laughs> no, he's big, you know? So let's, let's come to him and just say, Lord, is there anything in me right. that needs to be addressed? Yes. And stay open to that. And, and that is a good answer. And it's also like, that's hard. Because, right. Um, there's suffering that like continues, you know, and right. goes on and on and on. And I am walking through a few things or with people walking through a few things, even just right now, mm-hmm. that have been going on for a long time. And it's hard to like ask God that question, feel like, you know, do it in community and kind of have the consensus like, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know that there's some specific thing here, but then it keeps going. Yeah. Well, maybe there is a specific thing and I just can't hear. And that can be like hard and confusing, but regardless, you have to just continue coming close to Jesus Mm. because at the end of the day, even if it is a judgment or consequence of sin, the answer is the mercy of Jesus. Right. Right. And humility. Yeah. He's got it. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of the cause of suffering, the answer is always drawn near to Jesus. Yes. And do that for the long haul. And you'll either come to some clarity along the way, or when you die, you'll yeah. see Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. 
That's good. Um, one thing you mentioned kind of in that realm of, of talking through a consequence or judgment of sin was you mentioned specific sin and general sin in general. Like, can you explain just someone had a question on, okay, what does general sin mean? Mm. And I took it as you were talking about just the fall of man, there's consequences for that. Yeah. Uh, is that what you meant? That's what I was thinking okay. on, yeah. Awesome. Just there are... Like we live in a fallen, broken world and yeah. so like things happen. Yeah. You know, like we talked, I mentioned just specifically like sin or disease. You right. Know, like uh, let's take a cancer, for example. Right. Like sometimes, sometimes you get lung cancer because you smoked for 30 years. Right. It's like, okay, there's a direct result here. Right. And sometimes people get cancer. Right. And it just, it's like, it happens. It's not some direct, it just happens because that's the fallen world we're living in. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay, great. Personal sin versus general sin. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> okay, next sent in question was, why does God choose to end some suffering and not others? And there's a follow-up question to that. But mm. so looking at some, I, this is an answered versus unanswered prayer type of question too. Uh, but yeah. Why does how? Yeah. Why does God do that? Obviously, yeah, totally hard question. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the end, He does end all suffering. Yes. Okay. So that's good. He heals every disease, and He wipes away every tear. Mm. And so that's good. Yeah. So uh, we need to start with our timeline. Yeah. Our it it's come, goes to the heavens and earth thing. Like God created the heavens and the earth. God mm -hmm. created time and eternity. So yes, we may see those as separate things, but. Part of the joy of salvation and perseverance in the faith is knowing that by his stripes we are healed. Yeah. Period. When can be a variable. Yes. But the result is not the, the result does not vary. Yeah. We spend eternity in glory mm. with him. Yes. Eternity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's yeah, the perspective shift there is massive. Yeah. Uh, you pointed to some of that on Sunday, but it's like we're, we suffer here and we'll get into this a little bit, mm -hmm. I think, because some of our questions point to that, but yeah. it's short time here mm -hmm. when you're suffering, it can that feel like forever. It can feel like forever, <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's all an opportunity uh, to, to press in with him, to lean in. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah well, so we're and, getting ahead of ourselves. So, so. I mean, we can dig into that a little bit more just for fun, but like, why does God heal some people and not other people? Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes... Sometimes there's uh, specific practical reasons, you know, mm -hmm. there's there's the process or there's holiness or forgiveness or, I mean, there's all kinds of things out there and I'm yeah. not the one to teach authoritatively on that, but there's lots of amazing Bible teaching on healing right? and uh, we're having a healing conference yeah. here in a couple of weeks, Ken Fish. Um, so there's a lot there. Right. So sometimes there is these things and then sometimes people don't get healed in this life. Right. And you did, you did quote unquote, everything right, Yeah, you know, and it doesn't happen. And I don't know, but that's why God's the healer and I'm not. Yeah. Yep. So you kind of hit on this now, but the follow-up question that was, so assuming we do all suffer uh, at some point in our lives, why does there seem to be different levels mm. of suffering? Mm. Like some, you know, I, you can point to anybody and like, well, they're yeah. suffering way more than I am. Or less than I am. Or less than I am. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Why is that? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I think there's a lot of reasons. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Some, some we've talked about. Some it is what it is. Right. 
and some of it's directly related to decisions. Right. Some of it's relate directly related to other people's decisions and consequences and judgments and yeah. you know things like that. And a lot of it isn't yeah. necessarily right. you know, directly related to some individual right. you know, in their decision or not. But um yeah, I, I guess one thing I didn't really touch on that this question is touching on in the message now that I'm thinking about it, and I think I I thought about this, but like this whole idea of fairness, mm. you know. Like, right. <laughs> You know, it's, it's not fair that I have to go through this and somebody else doesn't, mm-hmm. or somebody else has to go through that and not everybody else does. Right. And it's like, okay, right. Okay, like that. It goes to like, who's good, me or God? Right. And who knows what's going on, me or God? Right. So I can have, I can still have the opinion that X, Y, Z isn't fair mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Yeah. And I could be right about that. Right. Maybe it's not fair, um, but. That's not necessarily what the Bible is forming in us, right? When it comes to having a biblically formed perspective and understanding of suffering, right? Uh, the Bible does not form in us an understanding or a perspective that all suffering is directly correlated to personal, to an individual's personal holiness, right? Or value, or worth, or right? Whatever actually doesn't really speak to a lot of that, right? Um, but the Bible does form in us the perspective and the understanding yes. that suffering is a result of the sin of humanity. Right. And that we have the perspective that God is close to those who suffer. Yes. So we know we get that from the Bible. Yeah. It may not be a satisfactory answer for all the things <laughs> we wish the Bible would right. talk to us about and tell sure, us about. Sure, sure. That's not up to us. Right. <laughs> totally. Totally. And, and a lot of these questions, as I read them, I see that they're with ourselves at the center Mm-hmm. of our worldview and perspective asking mm-hmm. how could this be right or yeah. how could this happen or yeah. whatever as opposed to what god has said and putting god at the center totally you ask different questions when you realize he's at the center of it totally. all totally it's a great point and yeah. i mean to at the the self-centered perspective would see that it was un, it was jesus should not have suffered Mm. He was perfect. He never did anything wrong. He like right. there was no there was no reason for Jesus to suffer. Yeah. And yet it was the will of God to crush him. Right. Right. And that's the Garden <laughs> of Gethsemane. You know, right. Jesus is like the perfect Son of God in perfect communion with the Father, perfectly filled with the Holy Spirit. And he says, I'm his he's very sorrowful and his soul or his soul is sorrowful even unto death. And he's sweating blood. And he has his prayer alone yeah. in the garden with God. Father, you can, he says, you can do anything. Yeah. Anything's possible. Goodness. Can you, it, anything's possible. Is there any way for this cup to pass? Right. Let it pass, but not my will, your will be done. And so you have the perfect son of God right. coming to God and saying, God, you can do anything. You can, you can make any other way. You, like anything is possible, which means it has to be possible that I don't have to do this and right. go through this. And yeah. We don't get a direct answer other than watching what happens next. Right. The perfect, good, yeah. just Father God mm-hmm. looks at Jesus in the eye and yeah. says no. Right. Right. So what does that mean? It means I'm not the one who's going to know and understand everything. Right. It means that... Um. God knows what he's doing. Yeah. And it means that Jesus can sympathize with me in my weakness. 
Right. Because we've been there, man. Like we've all been there. Yes. And forget the like, well, you you shouldn't have gotten there because mine was harder. Oh, sure. So, you you know, like you shouldn't have worn out or whatever. But we all know what it's like to get there with God. Yeah. Be alone and crying out to God and saying, God, you can do anything. Right. You can make this go away. Right. So do it. Right. But then we've got to partner with Jesus. and Okay, but not my will, your will be done. And when God mm. says no, he says no. Right. Right. Yeah, it goes into a question we had was along the lines of how do we know when suffering is like, uh, how do we know when to pray that this ends or that pray that God will sustain us type mm. of question? Yeah. Uh, or how do we know when, he, what do we do when his answer is, mm. I'm going to provide to sustain you through this, not yeah. make it go away. Like, yeah. how do we, how do we do that? Yeah. How do we do that? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I think we do it by keep doing it. Yeah. Keep going. Think, yeah. And I think that's what I talked about on, on Sunday. Like faith, the life of faith is a life of suffering. Yeah. Believing for healing when you don't get it, that is suffering. Right. And so what do we do? We do what the Bible says. That's the whole last third of the message. Yeah. We keep going. We persevere. Yeah. We endure. We take joy. We let the suffering shape us as long as we're going through it. Mm-hmm. We let it produce hope in us. We yes. let it produce character in us. We choose faith again. We don't lose heart. Yes. We look to Jesus. We look to that day when he returns or we go to be with him. That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. And that is, that's not the answer we want because the answer we want is, no. no, no, no. What I meant was, what do I do to get the result that right, I want? That I want. Yeah, right. And it's like, I get that question, but that's not the question. Right. It's just what do I do according to what God says to do? Right. And and that's why there's so much hope in suffering mm-hmm. is because though it is temporarily painful, it is eternally meaningful. Yeah. And that's why persevering isn't brutal uh, for God to mandate. Right. It's not like God saying, yeah, I just make it through this suffering. Just make right. it through. Hey, I could take it away, make it through. Yeah. He's actually watching <laughs> us and he knows the whole story. And right. He knows the end from the mm-hmm. beginning. And he's saying, no, make it through. Mm-hmm. Make it through. This is shaping something. This matters. Yes. This is this means something yes. that's better. That's what he said to Jesus. So Jesus knows what it's like to get that answer from God. Which is To crazy. get the answer from God. Yeah. yeah. No, you need to go through this brutal thing. It's better. Mm. It's better. And it's not just better for God. Right. It's better for you. Yeah. It's actually good for you to go through this. Oh, man. Which is not the answer I want. No. It's not about, what I'm not God. Right. And so that's why he's good in it. That's why he's just. That's why we can trust his word and look forward with hope and expectation. Yes. And with courage and say, okay, come what may, mm-hmm. God is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is the harder perspective. Mm-hmm. Um but it's really not, though, honestly, though. Well, sure. Because uh, because it's going to come either way. It's coming either way. <laughs> so you can have the perspective, the, the broken perspective. That yeah. Because this is happening, God's a punk. Oh, sure. Him, and then you, but you then still you go, go through, through it. your suffering alone. Yeah. And it's and it it is ultimately like meaningless because mm-hmm. you don't get the fruit of all that you endured. Right. Okay. Yeah. And that's yeah terrible. Which is why people need the hope of Jesus. So right, exactly. It's like, no, no, no. This is an opportunity. Yes. For eternity. Yes. 
so good. Yeah, so, <laughs> so good. It's, it's not just the Christian perspective. It's truth. It's just it's truth. It just and is. So it's, it's better because it is better. It's yes. not better because we think it's better. Right. It's better because it's real. Right. It's actually reality, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Yeah. It's not just fantasy that's encouraging. Right, right. And we want to we wanna see that and be formed by that mm. actual reality, the yeah. actual truth of God. Yeah, the way he coming. set it up, right? Like, suffering is gonna. It's it's here. It's coming. We're in it. Yes, it's coming, you know, all of that stuff. Yes. So, um, let's step into the meaning of it. Yes, and not just make make it through the pain of it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I got a couple more questions. Great. Jump in here. Yeah. So someone sent in. How do how do I respond when well-meaning friends or believers uh, bring shame by suggesting? that my personal suffering is due to uh, like unrepentance in some area, mm. uh, like what we see in the book of Job. Mm. Like how, do, how do I handle that? I guess adding into now the, this isn't just me and God thing. There's other people in my life that are potentially, you know, well-meaning, maybe saying like, hey, have you thought about it? it's because you're living in this sin that this is happening, which, yeah. it, you know, okay, how do we how do we navigate all of this alongside others is I think really the question, but they they zoomed in a little bit. Yeah. Gosh, such a good question. Yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> it's no, it's I mean, I, I know what it's like to experience all of those, yes. those things. Yes. So it's like it's really hard when that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so number one, I'd say read all of Job. Yes. There's, exactly. There's a lot of lessons in there on how to handle it. Yes. There's some people you need to distance from. There's some people you need to tell to be quiet. There's some people you need to listen to. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason to let your heart get hard towards the Lord. Right. So that's what we learn in Job. <laughs> right. Um, some people who think they're well, may say they're well-meaning and they're not. Mm-hmm. Some people are actually well-meaning. And so we got to walk through it. You know, you right. can't just lump everybody into some preconceived category. That yeah. Anybody who suggests to me that my suffering <laughs> might be sin is yeah. a hater. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's like, well, maybe not, you know? Right. Uh, so so I'm addressing this first from the angle of the person who is suffering getting input from other people. Yes, and yes. We can flip it. Yeah. Um, so That's make good. sure we do that. That's good, yes. Uh, so, yeah, we've got to discern that well, mm-hmm. and we have to stay humble. Right. And, and we have to... Um, we have to be okay drawing circles mm-hmm. around ourselves. And yeah. there has to be people on the inner circle, but not everybody needs to be on the inner circle. I think that's a good point. <laughs> so you have to stay humble and have some people on the inner circle, but humility doesn't mean everybody gets access right. to your heart and to your courage and to your mindset. That's and all so those good. Sort of things. So that's a huge exhortation I would give to people who yes. go through stuff is you need to have like a couple people on the inside mm-hmm. who you're saying, hey, I'm asking God to search my heart and I'm inviting you into that with me. Like, is yes. there something? And if you tell me there is, I'm going to repent, mm-hmm. you know? And if you, but if, and if you tell me there isn't, I'm going to trust that mm-hmm. you are part of the body of Christ and Christ is speaking to me through the council, yes. you know? So yeah. I'm going to lean on that. Either way, I need your help. Right. And then- where that inner circle lands, you got to in faith land there. Right. You know, and yes, maybe every once in a while, the random prophetic word comes from the whatever, but even then you test it again with that inner circle. Right. Exactly. Well, this person came up and said they had a word for me that God said it's because of something that, you know, whatever. And it's like, okay, take it to that circle and test it together. 
and you got to have people in your yeah. corner. So draw circles around yourself mm-hmm. and and be okay with that. Right. As long as there's people actually in the inner circle. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then people who aren't on that inner circle definitely grow in not listening. Sure. And, you know. Yeah. And, and even graciously, like that's part of part of the suffering. You yeah. Know, people. People. Us relationships are very loose with our opinions and right and inputs on things. <laughs> so yeah, people are going to walk up and say the thing, and it's okay. Thank you. Always, yeah. Okay, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you just let it. You got to let it roll off. You know. Yeah. And when you can't let it roll off, you go back to the inner circle and say, "I'm really struggling with this." Right. And then you fight together. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every once in a while, there's people you need to say, "Hey, I appreciate that you are trying to give me input on this, but." Um, I'm walking this through with some people close to me and I'd actually really appreciate it mm-hmm. if you would just pray for me. Yeah. If you really care that much about me and my right. holiness, please pray for me and don't bring it up again. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So there's a lot of ways to handle that. We can go into all those nuances. Well, sure. We're running out of time, but we got to flip it for sure. Totally. People who are in community with people going through suffering. Yes. Um, definitely get clear, like be gracious with people to even understand, am I am I in your inner circle in this or not? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, if you're not in somebody's inner circle, then pray for them and yes. cheer them on and encourage them. That's and good. Build them up. Pray for them. Pray for their inner circle. If there needs to be conviction of the Holy Spirit and all that stuff, trust the person, trust yes. the inner circle, trust the Holy Spirit and say, okay, Lord, you're going to bring whatever conviction needs to be brought if there is any. So my job is I'm going to strengthen. I'm yes. Gonna serve. I'm going to build up. Oh, it's I'm so good, encourage. man. I'm gonna pray. I don't. I don't need to be forcing myself into yes. somebody's other inner circle. If God gives me a word for their sin that's hidden and all this kind of stuff, then don't do it. Then don't bring it to be right. Right. Really humbly. Yes. To serve and with the fear of God. Yes. Probably go to the inner circle first and say, you know, to the best friend mm-hmm. of the person and say, I do not know how to bring this up. This is so sensitive. Yes. I don't want this to be true. Yeah. But I just I feel like God's doing this. So I'm gonna submit this to you. Because you're, I know you're like in their trenches, mm-hmm. like fighting with them. I'm going to submit this to you, but I'm just going to be Gosh, praying. man, yeah. I'm just going to be praying and cheering on and not judging. Yes. And all of these sort of things. It's so, so anyways, good, we man. We go on and on. And I know. Fired up, but I'll leave it at that. No, it's so good <laughs> it, because it, it really points to and answers some of these last questions that mm. we have are like, so how do we, how do we do this together? What's the body's role yeah. in this? And, uh, and then even someone asked, what's the one thing you'd say to someone who is wanting to know how to walk through suffering with others. You've answered a lot of that, but I think something you said on Sunday that I love so much is like, one, seeing suffering as an opportunity, uh, as not just like, oh gosh, okay, we have to endure this thing, which we do, but it's an opportunity to know God, to press in. It's an opportunity to go deeper and to continue to show on this side of eternity without seeing everything we see in part without hearing everything it's like okay uh, i get to choose to love him in the middle of this which is amazing but then doing that together i think you've hit on this but it's like part of our role is to help people remember that this is an opportunity this thing you're going through or to see that that day like hey this is brief and you will one day stand before him and you'll wish (laughs) that you stood through this Mm -hmm. and you can stand through this i'm here with you i I can't carry it with the same way you're carrying it but i can i can pray i can carry something i can i can be here and if we came into every situation with that heart it would change things like that's the body's role 
that's exactly it. I mean, I love what you're saying. Our job is to help people see Jesus in the suffering. Yes. And most of the time, that just means reflecting him. Yes. More than just saying, remember, it's just short. Yeah. There's times we need to hear that, but not all the time. Totally. Most of the time, we just need Jesus to be close. Right, exactly. <laughs> we need friends to be close. That's good, like, that's good. In my suffering, I mainly need you to reflect Jesus, not so much like, remind me that I'm going to die soon. Well, sure. But, sure. But, but, but it's but, true. Let's be honest though. But like when it comes time where I'm about to quit, yes. whatever that means, and I'm like, I'm out, man. I yeah. can't do this anymore. I can't make it yeah. through. I'm, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Whatever that looks like. That's, you know, that's yeah. what times like, no, you can. Yeah. Because it's short. Yeah. And I know it's the last thing in the world you want to hear. It's so good. You need to remember right now. Yes. Is that this is short. Mm-hmm. If you can do this. And you, you can do it because God's with you. And look, we're with you too. Yes. And so most of the time, what people need the most in suffering is to experience and know that they're not alone. Yeah. It's more so than right good. answers, more than mm. your theological explanation. Yes. More than all of these things, what people need the most in their suffering is to, re- to experience and remember that they're not alone. Jesus is with them. Yes. I'm here too. Oh, praise God. Praise God. I think that's a great place to land the plane today. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Thanks for being here. Thank Thanks so for much. answering great our questions. questions. Oh, I know. So good. so good. We love your questions. Yeah. We love the fact that you send them in. We love talking about those uh, every week. You can send those in either on the YouTube chat when you're watching on Sundays or through a direct message via Facebook or Instagram, or you can email them to us at info at antiochindy.com. We love answering your questions. Seriously. Yep. We love them. Yeah, thanks, Sam. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Y'all have a great day.